All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Friday, May the 20th, 2022, and we have a lot to catch up on. And for those that may have said, you know, Dave, what what, what happened this week with the Kraken and, and all of this? Well, a couple different things. If you notice, for those watching visually, a bit of a new background, so there's been a little bit of that uh, adapting to a, a recent settle into a move. But also, at the same time, I've been quite avidly... Um, pursuing certain topics that will become public down the road with certain individuals of, of I guess you could say, um, uh, societal prominence within their respective fields. And I'm very excited to show you what we're working on. And also, there's going to be a lot of that that's already been previewed on the Patreon. And I'm going to be totally honest with you folks. Um, I didn't mean to slack publicly, but between sort of the moving and all of that stuff uh, and focusing on the members content, not intentionally, but again, that's where the science seems to be leading me in, in topics that I can't discuss at least as openly on here that's sort of where the focus has been for the last handful of days but again i want to thank you all so very much for your patience as we are going to be doing a nice fresh crack and roundup so let's jump right into it so first and foremost according to forbes.com immunity against omicron fades rapidly after a second and third injection of pfizer and biotech's mrna covid vaccine according to a new peer-reviewed study and its conclusions according to uh, forbes.com and jammin network.com slash journals uh, forward slash journals now again I, I i say this truthfully respectfully and in good faith not trying to be sarcastic make of this as you see fit relative to your current situation it is not for me to say personally um this is what you should or should not do right it, for example and i also think that that goes both ways as well too so if i could say very quickly i mean there's the there's the perspective of people say that it, whether someone has been jabbed or not should be treated as if you know someone has again bit of an extreme example but i'll use it if someone has hiv or aids or something like this or not with respect to the personal discretion and sensitivity of that topic and i i personally agree i think that that is a personal decision and I am of the humble opinion that, again, to be clear, this is just my opinion. Asking someone, for example, if they've been vaccinated or not, to me, is kind of like asking, uh, is identical to asking, you know, for example, a, a woman, have you had your, your, your period this month? You just don't do it. So, again, I say this with the utmost neutral, good faith, um, respect while trying to throw in my opinion there, but I think that's where it should be left in that regard. I mean, we're coming on to, what, three years now at this point, and we now have this um, this monkeypox thing. So again, we'll get to that shortly. But anyways, speaking of which, actually, we'll get to it now. <laughs> Two more Brits have been infected. Uh, British nationals have been infected with monkeypox in the UK. Both cases are not linked to the case reported some days ago, apparently. So again, make of that as you will, and I really do mean that. Unless I'm on the ground myself, based on where these reported outbreaks are occurring, it's just because I'm behind the microphone doesn't make me any better or worse, to be fair, than, than you guys, right? So I, I must speculate as avidly and as adamantly as you guys are. And I promise that, again, as more details come out, we will follow up on that, but we also have to be vigilant of... Again, the outlets conveying those details. So, the next thing is that Sweden plans to apply for NATO membership. The ruling Social Democratic Party has decided. And again, we will follow up on some of those developments shortly. But I know that um, tensions are certainly rising. And I don't think it takes a, um, an, a, a political analyst or quote-unquote expert to, to commentate on this. Which, by the way, I'm baffled. I, this has been another thing that's been right in front of my face the whole time for years. When these news companies bring on these media experts and all that, like mainstream media establishment companies, who are they? 
Who are these experts? Who are these media experts that get paid, you know, anywhere from 40 to a quarter million dollars a year to just commentate on... Anyways, you know what I'm saying. What really, what makes someone an expert at this point with the way that labels are being thrown around in every facet of life, in in essentially every category of life at this point with the with the way that I'm not trying to be specific here for certain reasons for the sake of YouTube more than anything. Te definitions have been devised, redevised, reassociated, re reattached to certain things, stigmatas, you name it. So like, Anyways, you guys know where I'm going with this. The next thing is that the WHO pandemic pact would leave the world at China's mercy and could allow the organization to impose domestic lockdowns, according to the, de the telegraph.co.uk forward slash news section. Again, um, we, we know, for example, I believe her name is Melissa Chan or Chen. Forgive me if that's not her. I think, yeah, she was on Joe Rogan two or three years back, right before COVID really hit the world, uh, uh, literally like two, three months prior. This was when... Um, Around the exact same time, uh, Kobe Bryant passed away. I remember the, 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 I think it was a USA Today headline, I believe, in the, in the paper, whether in print or on digital. You had, of course, coronavirus in the bottom corner, I think, and you had Kobe's death in, on the main page. Now, I'm not trying to say that Kobe's death should have been pushed aside, but if we're truly taking emotion out of it, truly, may he rest in peace, you know, but at the same time, Again, I'm not trying to sound cold-hearted here, but if we're calling a spade a spade, humans die every day, right? So again, not trying to say what should or should not have been on the cover of that page, but you know what I mean. So we see that this sort of angle of the WHO pandemic and that narrative has been around for a while pertaining to China playing the long game. And again, just because I use the word narrative doesn't necessarily mean I'm um, connotating or annotating it to anything negative nor positive. So the next thing is that McDonald's plans to sell all of its 850 stores in Russia, exiting the country after more than 30 years. I got to be honest with you, um, no, no pros prospective buyer has been named. This is quite interesting. I mean, obviously, I see this as a strategy uh, pertaining to, you know, trying to damage and dampen the Russian economy. But I find it quite, uh, I didn't think it would go this far, truth be told. Now, for better or worse is not for me to say at this moment, because again, lots of moving parts. The situation is very fluid, as one would call it. So things are constantly changing. The next thing is that the European Union Commission has been set to allow the purchase of natural gas uh, from Russia under the Moscow payment scheme, satisfying Putin's demands. I, according to Bloomberg, I had a feeling he was going to get it. There was too, too much of a realignment would need to be made in too much of a confined amount of time, uh, economically, intelligence-based, uh, intelligence, uh, from certain intel angles, excuse me, and otherwise, for this to not be the case. But again, I... It, again, it's tit for tat. You know, they satisfy Putin's demands there, but then they push back with NATO and Finland, uh, excuse me, with Sweden and Finland trying to join NATO. So you see how it's a game, guys? If we look at a big picture, I'm not saying that is the game, but I think that's certainly one element of it. Speaking of an element of it, another element that said that they cannot say yes to NATO membership for Sweden and Finland is Turkey, uh, according to Prime Minister Erdogan. Once, once a country has decided to apply for NATO membership, all members of the alliance must agree unanimously to proceed with the process. So so again, Turkey, as I understand it, has it, it, this is where it gets complicated. Russia, the the Saudis, Saudi Arabia, the you know, if certain other things that I'm hesitant to say for the sake of YouTube, but yeah, this is where it gets rough. And, and I mean that in the sense it's not black and white. It really isn't. So I'm going to leave that there. For those who know where I may be leading with that, you know where I'm going to go with that. So again, but I, I expected Turkey to do that. Truth be told, I would have been personally truly shocked if Turkey said, yeah, we're good with Sweden and Finland joining NATO. So speaking of which, for the seventh straight day in a row, gas prices in the United States have reached an all-time high, uh, today reaching $4.48 per gallon. Again, 
please, folks, I, what I'm reporting here, I'm not trying to fearmonger. We need to keep our eye on the ball, uh, particularly uh, with the next handful of stories that I'm going to be re uh, reading. I would like you very respectfully to pay close attention, whether you're watching or listening to this, pay close attention to the stories and the way in which they're phrased relative to the, the, the dissemination of the headline. And notice how it's trying to throw, in my humble opinion, whether you want to talk spirituality or even just nuts and bolts with the mind, trying to throw our focus off, our internal compass off. And here's what I mean. Again, you have the gas prices, and then, of course, we have another report that the United States Air Force says it has successfully test-fired a hypersonic weapon from a B-52 bomber off of the Southern California coast. The so-called air-launched rapid response weapon, ARRW, failed during three prior tests. Okay. So we have this, right? Now, again, for better or worse, I'm not a, an advocate of war or anything like this, but not to go down that path at the moment. Let's look at the next story. Australia's prime minister said on the pandemic treaty that's being proposed, he believes that the, quote, the WHO should have those powers and authorities, end quote. Right. So we then have to think, OK, instead of getting all panic, like, oh, my gosh, what does this mean? Who is just asking questions, not in a not in a bad faith way. What is influencing him and inclining the Australian Prime Minister to make said statements and have said opinions? Truly, I'm in good faith. What's behind that? I'm not trying to be all oh, you know, there's some shadow thing going on. Let's play it. Let's color within the lines, guys. Let's truly let's play it like that. What is happening there? And simply by asking that question, one could potentially argue in today's day and age, you're suddenly a, a fringe person for asking what is motivating that. I mean, genuinely, or for asking for more specifics. So I want to be very clear for YouTube, just get it, giving my, my piece here and that's all. Speaking of which, the next thing is that the Black Lives Matter founder Patrice Coolers has paid her baby father $970,000 for, quote, creative services, her brother $840,000 for, quote, security services from the charity funds. According to the DailyMail.co.uk, we've had a contributing journalist um recently on Mr. Christopher Sharp, who's a fantastic person. I recommend you all check out his articles. Fantastic work, in my humble opinion, uh, who recent, who contributes to the, the Daily Mail. And I must say, I don't know all at the Daily Mail. I will be very adamant about that. But the ones that I do know seem like quite stand-up individuals that seem to be wanting to report on angles that the vast majority of at least the North American establishment doesn't. So I respect that and appreciate that. Now, let me be clear. Just because this is Black Lives Matter, I would have reported this as well if this was, say, um, the Boogaloo Boys or, you know, the, you name it. What, what are the other ones? The uh, the Boogaloo Boys and what are the, the Proud Boys or something like this? Anyways, I would have reported this either way pertaining to the neutrality of the information and doing the best that I can. Now, again, let's not sit here and pretend. Let's call a spade, uh, spade a spade. Let's not pretend this is not meant to evoke a particular response, but... Let's try and zoom out, folks. Remove emotion from it in this case, or at least try and be neutral to it. The next thing is that New York City has raised their COVID alert level too high. Again, right? This is the thing, trying to evoke that emotional state. It seems as though something behind the establishment apparatus is working overtime to try and get everyone to panic in every way, shape, and form. We see, for example, John Kerry just said, quote, we have to fully transition to a resilient net zero economy faster, end quote. Again, not to spend too much time on this, but if that's the case, respectfully, I know it's much more complicated than this, but if you really want to make things better, bring out the free energy tech. And I know it's complicated because then you've got to worry about terrorists and negative intents, but it's kind of like, I mean, look, if we're going real big picture here, who funded not all, but a good chunk of these terrorists? Just asking a question. That's all. 
maybe I'm a little sarcastic there, to be honest, but you guys know what I'm getting at. So again, for the sake of YouTube, it's just a question. That's all. The next thing is that a senior Twitter engineer says the social media giant is, quote, censoring the right, end quote, and that he and his co-workers are communists, according to the New York Post. I believe this is also having to do with the Project Veritas report where they got nanocamered. Um, and also speaking of which, another Twitter employee in the same setting and situation now says that, quote, ideology, end quote, is preventing the publicly traded company from being profitable. He also appears to make fun of Elon Musk's Asperger's syndrome. I saw this video. He seemed to, assuming the video was not edited or altered, which is a type of autism spectrum disorder that affects social skills. Now, what I gather is that the reason Project Veritas is not being sued in many of these regards is because, again, I do not mean to make conclusions. This is just my opinion. To be clear to you folks, don't let me influence your personal take, but I mean, it must, I, what I'm gathering is that it must be legit, whether, whether you want to call Project Veritas far right or not or what have you. Sort of like the WikiLeaks emails, if they can't be blatantly denied, they're just ignored, and then there's subversion tactics via other methods to attempt to um, discredit, if that makes sense. Now, again, this is just my opinion. I want to be very clear. The next thing is that the European Union is mobilizing a 300 billion dollar uh, euro, uh, 300 billion euros to quit its resilience on Russian energy. Did I say 300 billion dollar euro? <laughs> um, it says European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Again, as I said. This sort of readjustment will take some time, hence probably why they cave to Putin's demands, at least temporarily. Uh, but again, even caving, it's its hard to say caving. If they cave to his demands there, they're kind of sticking a thumb back in his eye by saying, you know, Sweden and Finland joining NATO. Now, let me just say that by sticking a thumb in his eye, I'm not trying to say that he should have control over Sweden and Finland, let me be clear. But if we're looking at this from a strategical perspective, I think that's sort of the way it, one could view it amongst other angles that I'm sure, you know, I'm not familiar with uh, because we're not in the room with them. So the next thing is that Biden's counter disinformation uh, candidate, czar, whatever you want, representative, whatever, has resigned. Yeah, that you want my opinion. The whole thing was a disaster. Even if that was the, the right wing doing it, the Republican Party, I w still would have said my humble opinion. That whole thing was a disaster. But anyways, um, the next thing is that Elon Musk tweets Democrats, quote, have become the party of division and hate. So he will vote Republican next, end quote. Now, what's interesting here is that if we look at it from a sort of a microscopic level, generally speaking, I think what we'll find here is um, something quite peculiar pertain pertaining to notice, of course, he's been tweeting a lot more, obviously, because he just bought the thing that that puts the tweets out the company that does it. But at the same time, if we look at big picture here. This seems to evoke as much of an emotional response as the rest of the stories we previously covered. So just because Elon's tweeting it and it's not coming from CNN, we must consider is there truly a difference? This seems to still be that thing, that that angle of you know, de um, destabilizing the compass, the intern your internal compass, our internal compass, whether spiritually nuts and bolts, uh, mentally you name it, neurologically, um, that that's what I certainly see in that regard. But the next thing is that acute hepatite uh, hepatitis cases of quote unknown cause and quote in U.S. children have risen to 180. Again, going to leave that there. The next thing is that NASDAQ is down, so is so are the S&P and, and the Dow and all that, the Dow Jones. Again, I'm going to leave that there because I'm not an economist, but one thing I do under, understand is his life, things go up, things go down. So I, I, I kind of leave that there. I think there's far more, in my humble opinion, I could be wrong, but I think there are far more important things to be focused on rather than the fluctuation of the market in that regard and in such a granular sense. The next thing is that the United States has reported its first case of monkeypox after the UK and Portugal confirmed new cases earlier today. Multiple suspected cases in Canada and Spain have occurred as well. Okay. 
speaking of which, we then have G7 health ministers taking part in a pandemic exercise in Germany, uh, simulating a fast-spreading and dangerous outbreak of a smallpox virus originating from leopards, according to Bild, uh, Bild.de, I believe the uh, publication in Germany. Again, I'm going to make of that as you see fit. It sort of seems like a particular apparatus is working overtime to usher in a particular potential narrative and or agenda, but I'm going to stay neutral. I think you folks know where I'm leading with that, but that's just my opinion. The next thing is that George Bush spoke and he called Ukraine Iraq in a speech and everyone simply laughed. And to give some context, what I mean by that is he said the I think I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of, you know, the depravity of one man to decide to suddenly wage a war on Iraq. And he's like, excuse me, Ukraine. And then he, he giggled. He's like, I'm 75. Give me a break. Something like that. And, and the crowd laughed. It's like, man, if anyways, don't get me started on that. The, the hypocrisy from that guy's speeches. Oof. But okay. Moving on. The next thing is that the German Supreme Court has ruled compulsory vaccination against COVID in the healthcare sector is constitutionally justified. The right to physical integrity is less important than the protection of vulnerable persons, according to the court. According to uh, Bundesverfassungsgericht.de, forgive me for butchering that, I'm sure I did, um, to our, our great German friends of the show uh, that are watching or listening. But again, you see... Speaking of which, this speaks to me sort of like the Supreme Court leak, quote-unquote leak. There seems to be an apparatus that wants to cause havoc constantly so that our internal compasses, again, are th thrown off balance, if you will, from a direction that we may have had collectively, even in a selective sense around the world. The next thing is, and I'm, I'll be honest, you want my personal opinion? I'm shocked that the courts ruled that, but it, to be fair, I'm not I'm not German. I've, I've never, I don't live in Germany, um, so again, I don't have... A, I don't don't think I have family there. I don't think so. No, um, but yeah, I yeah, we'll just leave that there. I I don't know what to say at this point, and there's only so much I can say because I'm not a respective a national of that nation, um, of that country. The next thing is that Twitter is going to put warnings on tweets that its staff clarify as quote misinformation related to various crises. Twitter says it will verify through quote multiple credible sources end quote to determine if something is true or false. I'm, I'm, my, I I jump right to a personal opinion there. I mean, don't get me started. We talk about this on the show all the time. Just like I said earlier, who is to say what a credible source is or isn't at this point, particularly with a lot of things coming out? Um, I think that's very safe to say. Honestly, it's just a simple question. The fact that, and if, by the way, if YouTube takes this video down because I questioned that for asking a question, that's, at that point in my humble opinion, that's equal to that of a thought crime. I don't see the difference. George Orwell's 1984. So the next thing is that, the Senate votes 86 to 11 in favor to approve the $40 billion uh, bill of U.S. taxpayer money for Ukraine. Eleven Republicans voted against the package. Senators Hawley, Marshall, uh, Crapo, Braun, Paul, Blackburn, Haggerty, uh, Loomis, Boozman, Tuberville, and Lee. The aid package does not include the financial oversight senator that ran, uh, the financial oversight that Senator Rand Paul called for. I think my humble opinion, it's a massive transfer of wealth. You can do big numbers, and I don't, I'm don't. i not for this, but you can do big numbers with just, say, a couple, a hundred mil and a handful, a couple, in my opinion, a few dozen Navy SEALs. Not saying I would ever want to put them in that position, not at all, but hypothetically, you could do incredible numbers, and I say that with respects to if one may or may not be thinking of what we call a coup, I'm just kind of, you know, going to lean in that direction a little bit. This $40 billion seems just like that. To me personally, I want to be clear for YouTube, this is just my opinion, but th this seems very similar to the Afghanistan situation of washing money, transferring taxpayer money right to the top, right? Within, while quote-unquote coloring within the lines of the system. 
Um, with that being said, again, it, it's yeah, I don't, I don't agree personally. I don't agree with that amount of money being sent. Um, I it gets complicated again. Not not to delve into the Ukraine uh, situation again, but it, it it gets complicated. I I hear both sides, or at least I do my best to. So, uh, speaking of which, I do want to say. Uh, that uh, Elon Musk, speaking of which, uh, 24 hours after he tweeted that he is going to vote Republican and he took a jab at the left, all of a sudden there have been sexual assault allegations in all of this that, again, just look at the timing of it. I'm not trying to defend Elon, but if we look at it from a neutral, strategic perspective, nothing is black and white. Not everyone is good nor bad in a blanket statement, so to speak. So, again, I would respectfully analyze that carefully and come to your own conclusions, and I genuinely mean that. So... The next thing is that managing director of Rheinmetall uh, Met, Rhein or Rhein one of Germany's largest arms manufacturers, has had disappeared has disappeared without a trace for four days. Police eventually found him intoxicated, and he had to be treated medically, according to Bild. This could be, um, honestly, this could be a, 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 if I'm just speculating here, and I'm just speculating, this could have been a setup to appear as if he he's got drinking problems so you know he has to step down to justify this i mean this could be many different things or he could have just blatantly kind of you know via stress or some anxiety just kind of lost it or it's hard to say but you see again this speaks to the whole thing of how there's so much chaos in the world now generally and that people are are people's energies or compasses if you will whether again from a nuts and bolts mental perspective or a quote-unquote spiritual one are all over the place Speaking of which, Russia plans to cut gas supplies to Finland starting uh, tomorrow, as of the day I'm recording this, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, that, that sounds like an appropriate response. Not saying I agree with the response, but it seems appropriate relative to the affairs that have led up to it. So, and the next thing is that the World Health Organization plans to convene an emergency meeting over the monkeypox outbreak. Yeah, that, um, again, that that's, make of that as you will. Um, the next thing is that, German Chancellor Schultz has said, I'm not Emperor William at a recent coalition committee meeting to justify his reluctance to supply arms to Ukraine, Spiegel reports. The last German emperor is said to have triggered World War I with his decisions in 1914. Um, that's an interesting statement to make. I wonder if he's addressing people that have made said claims at, on a mass level um, or if that's just something he just said. Okay. Um, the next thing is that Canada says it will ban two of China's biggest telecom equipment makers from working on its 5G phone networks. The restrictions against Huawei and ZTE were announced by the country's industry minister on Thursday. Francois-Philippe Champagne says the move will improve Canada's mobile internet services and protect the safety and security of Canadians. Um, this is actually just minutes ago as of the, the time I'm recording and reporting this. Um, actually, I'm recording this a uh, handful of hours prior. To, uh, to when it's going to be released. So forgive me if maybe some updates occurred that are outdated. But yeah, I mean, I have to say again, I think this is a good move big picture wise. I think that China tends, the CCP, not the Chinese people, let me be clear, tend to play the long game in a lot of regards. And I think this is one way of attempting to counter that long game. So again, it's a chess game. And I, I, I don't like that it is, but you know, I, I, I can't control one individual at, at all, in my opinion, can't, can't control what is or isn't the case of certain affairs and developments so the next thing is that russia claims to have used laser weapons on the battlefield in ukraine although the u.s says it has seen no evidence of this and ukraine has derided it as propaganda um now what's interesting is that you know we have to understand too that um 
you know, Yuri Borisov, the deputy prime minister in charge of military de uh, development, told Russian TV that a laser prototype called Zadira was being deployed in Ukraine and had burned up a Ukrainian drone within five seconds at a distance of five kilometers or three miles. Again, it's sort of like the school, um, the school kid uh, uh, playground sort of type situation in that regard. You know, he did it, she did it. Did it really happen or not? Hard to say, truly. And I, I really do mean that. So. At this point, folks, I mean, you know, we have, for example, one more report that of American aircraft carrier strike group USS Ronald Reagan is leaving Japan for the Indo-Pacific, while the USS Abraham Lincoln is expected to arrive in Japan from the U.S. Again, chess pieces being moved everywhere. Not for better, not for worse. It's hard for me to say at the moment. But again, we will follow up on that. I think, again, that is just meant to be reported to deliver a, a message to other adversaries in addition to also using the front end of the establishment media as a an, addition, an, an additional attempted distraction technique, method, tool, you name it. But with that being said, folks, I would like to thank you all so very much for watching or listening. We will be back into the rhythm of the Kraken in the coming days, and we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.